0: Kent Online News.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
2: Lucy Hickmott.
0: It's Friday the 21st of June. Coming up, son of murdered woman says serial killers should remain in prison.
3: How can he be a reformed citizen and be released into the public if he hasn't
1: come clean on everything he's done?
0: Black people more likely to be stopped and searched in Kent.
1: If Kent police are stopping people from... Diverse backgrounds. A lot of that is mainly due to intelligence led rather than to be any kind of prejudice or nipple.
0: And activity sessions rolled out to help develop babies' brains. The Look Say Sing Play
4: is based around really simple activities that parents can do as part of their normal
0: routine um, and with their babies every day. Kent Online News. There are fresh calls today for a serial killer who's Britain's longest serving prisoner to be kept behind bars. Patrick Mackay, who used to live in the Gravesend dartford areas was jailed in 1975 after being convicted of three manslaughters on the grounds of diminished responsibility two other cases were put on file and he was linked to another six deaths including that of cafe owner ivy davies who was murdered in essex joe's been speaking to her son victor who now lives in new ash green he started by asking him how he felt when he found out his mum had been killed
3: well it's just told him that a shock you know i mean don't think a member of your family is going to be murdered, or for what, for what reason? Never a never reason, really. You can't imagine any reason for my family, just a plain old civil family, you know. Nothing special anywhere, you know. When it came out that Patrick True. Mackay, he linked himself, he
5: said that he, he, he killed your mum. Yeah. Um, he later denied any involvement in it. Yeah. But what was your... I don't know if you knew that at the time that he had admitted the killing. Do you
3: know anything uh, about that? Well, it... it i didn't know I was never told until the, um his trial had finished, and then I think i was I, I read the News of the world that Sunday, and there was a big story about this guy who you know in them days I read papers but mm. and um so I read the story and then I caught a picture of my mother uh along the along the story to which he'd um claimed that he had murdered her. And then, uh, about eight months later, had retracted this statement.
5: What emotions go through your head when that process happens? What is what is your reaction, or even now, present day? What is your reaction to that? The fact that your mum's murder has remained unsolved.
3: Well, I think it's pretty pretty sad, really. But um, I just um, it, you know think about it a lot, and uh,
4: I've
3: I've been online on various websites you know, posting my mum's picture up, trying to get information. I've, I've received quite a bit of information over the years that the police have looked into and it's always come to a dead end, you know what I mean? But um, Do you think the police
5: have done enough to solve that crime? No, I don't think so. Let's move on, let's move to, you know, the, the potential release of Patrick McHugh being moved to an open prison, which is normally the first step in being released, really. Yeah, he will yeah, go before so, it, the parole board. Bit of a lead up to, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah.
3: What's your reaction to that potential release of, of, of a serial killer? I know he's had ten previous attempts which have always been turned down, but that was when he was in Baltimore, I think, or in mm-hmm. various other places. But um, it's quite worrying, I think, that the fact that um, being moved to an open prison means you are likely to be released. And for somebody in his short period of freedom that has killed three people that he's been accused of and possibly total of 11 people one of which is my mother Um, my point of view is he's probably I don't know because I wasn't there he's probably done more than he's been charged with so how can he be a reformed citizen and be released into the into the public if he hasn't come clean on everything he's done That's my point of view.
5: I think even if you make it more general, even if it's not about him, if there was someone, if there was an individual
3: who had committed these crimes, would you want them to be released? No, not really. But, no, um, if they've proved that they've reformed and they bitterly regret everything they've done and can prove it, you know, not just show for the parole board, because you have to prove it over a period of time, don't you? And um, then yeah you've done your time you you should be let out you know under license sort of thing but um, i just can't see anybody who's a a psycho and he's been certified as a psycho since the age of 15. and and in three years of freedom that that he's had since, since he was 15 he's killed all these people or possibly killed more and I just don't see how that person can ever change because it's inbuilt in you. I think it's inbuilt in you. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd do it again. I mean, I haven't seen him. I don't know what physical condition he's in, you know. Um,
5: I think he's, you know, the longest serving prisoner. Yeah, in
3: he now. is currently the longest mm-hmm. serving prisoner, which is quite a feat, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, so for what little sympathy I could give him, you know, for being in that long, but it must prove his mental state to be in that long so I don't think he'd be any different when he came out I think he'd first chance of freedom revert back to type that's my way of thinking.
0: Dartford MP Gareth Johnson has also raised concerns over the potential release of Patrick Mackay he's due to meet the chief exec of the parole board next week to talk about making representations to a hearing in August
6: Kent online reports
0: elsewhere today a teenager who was arrested in Kent after stabbing a 15 year old boy with a machete has been found guilty of murder Jay Hughes was attacked by three people outside a chicken shop in London last November one of the attackers who's 17 and can't be named for legal reasons, went on the run before being spotted by an officer in Gravesend. He'll be sentenced in August. A woman's been flown to a London hospital after getting trapped when she was hit by a car outside a school in Tunbridge. Police, paramedics and firefighters were called to Woodlands Primary on Lawrence Road just before nine this morning. She's being treated for serious chest and stomach injuries. Black people are six times more likely than white people to be stopped and searched by police in Kent according to analysis of new data. Between January and March this year six in every 1,000 black people were stopped by officers in the county compared to just one in every 1,000 white people. However there's no link between the number of searches and arrests. Govinda Sander heads up the stop and search scrutiny panel which holds the police to account. He doesn't think certain ethnic groups are being deliberately targeted.
1: In terms of the work we do with the panel we look at this issue of disproportionality and so we look at factors such as uh, if there's any um, as part of the work. So if, for example, there's any operations taking place which could be um, imp- having an impact on the uh, the figures, or if there are specific spikes in particular areas, you know, in particular districts. So that's what we would do as a panel. But I the the issue I think you the challenge we have in Kent is that when when you look at the uh, when you're looking at kind of the, the proportionality, um, we are looking sometimes at smaller numbers. So if there is a particular operation and stuff, just from my experience, it takes place, it, it can uh, have an impact uh, on the figures. So say, for example, Kent Police were doing I don't know, a particular operation around gangs, or the, yeah, it, it, it can obviously have an impact on the figures. But what I would say, just from my experience of obviously working around stop and search, We are, you know, trying to, through through our work, and I know obviously the Police and Crime Commissioner, through his work as well, we are trying to hold Kent Police to account, understand what's going on, and provide feedback. And we've we've provided some very detailed feedback when we, for example, have seen some of the um, stop and search, you know, the the random stop and search uh, video video footage. Um, So we, you know, provided uh, feedback around, and this has been... You know, around good stop and searches, but also where we we've been a bit, little bit, um, not necessarily concerned, but where we provided feedback where things could have been done a little bit better. Sometimes it could be the simple things around kind of communication. Sometimes uh, it could be around where an officer could be doing more to protect themselves as well. And obviously, you know, can you know, police officers are 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 on the front line, and you know, they you know, it some it can be, you know, sometimes. Dangerous. So sometimes about protecting themselves, but sometimes to me, when it comes to stop and searches and police interaction generally, it's also about communication, how people are, um, you know, police officers are talking to members of the public, and how they're kind of providing some reassurance around that as well. Just through the work that we've done, my my view would be that they're not targeting particular communities. They're, you know, doing I don't know if they call intelligence led. You know, their uh, their work is kind of across the board so it's not about targeting particular communities but you're right there there, there is an issue i think mean, nationally um where the numbers i think is, you know are more skewed than they are in kent um where when it when it, if you are for example from a black community uh, you you're more likely to be stopped and searched now i mean, the que- the question is you know n- nationally i mean you know is it because um is it intelligence-led or is it due to, uh, you know, other factors? I mean, all I can say from Kent is, just from my experience in Kent, is that if Kent police are stopping people from diverse backgrounds or any background, a lot of that is mainly due to intelligence-led rather than to be any kind of a prejudice or their part.
0: Police say officers are given clear guidance on appropriate use of stop and search powers, but Carol Stewart, who's chairman of the Medway African Caribbean Association, says the figures are concerning.
6: It's nothing new, and I think this has been an ongoing issue around proportionality in stop and search um, and the way that the um, you know the police methods in terms of looking at who they who they stop and searched. I suppose they they base it on particular intelligence. Um, but again, I'm mindful of stereotypes coming into, um, into play in terms of when, when people are stopped and searched, you know, in terms of when they're looking at um, different offences that have been committed in, in the region. Um, they might have a particular profile. So um, it'd be interesting to get a breakdown in terms of the age profile mm-hmm. as well of um, the sort of black mm-hmm. people that have been stopped and searched. Um, but it yeah. is it's quite concerning because what we're finding is that a lot of young people who are quite mm-hmm. innocent going about their business find that they are being you know just being randomly stopped yeah. and searched. I think you know there there is an issue around um, unconscious bias, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think like you said you know in your email in terms of the the recent um, rise in knife crime reported in in the in the, in the media that it is portrayed as as, a, as just a black issue, that it's mainly black offenders that are committing these crimes. When, you know, in, in the region, you know, I'm not sure of, of whether that's a truer picture. It may be in London, but I think, you know, we shouldn't... I think the police need to exercise um, less unconscious, you know, but they need to be aware of their own bias when they're, when, you know, when they're going out about stopping and searching. I think to a certain extent, and I I think the issue around um, the disproportionate number of black officers, particular black officers at a senior level, has been an ongoing debate ever since, you know, I can remember, you know, for the past 30 or 40 years. Um, I had a good friend of mine who was working um, nationally uh, with the police around um, diversity issues. And um, I think a lot of the work that he's done nationally just seems to have been, you know, undone. Um, or disregarded in terms, you know, because one of the things I always say is that they shouldn't stop trying to recruit BME people until they've addressed the problem. But I think there needs to be a parallel process. So there needs to be a recognition of unconscious bias, of racism within the the, um, police force nationally and do some work to build that trust and confidence because, you know, unless people have trust and confidence in the police, they're not going to report you know we know we know many uh, young people who are victims of, of, um, of gunna knife crime um, and they're less confident or they're le- less likely to go to the police to report it because one because of, of how they might be perceived but also because of fear reprisals and not feeling safe so I think there needs to be a concerted effort around um, developing trust and confidence with the black community they need to not just see figures of um, you know racist incidents have have, have, um, have you know have increased but they also need to see what's being done about it.
0: Kent Online News. A gambling addict who stole more than £170,000 from the owner of a caravan site on the Isle of Sheppey has been told to repay just £1. 33-year-old Stephanie Graysmark from Craigford worked as a receptionist at Central Beach Caravan Park in Laysdown in 2014 and started taking money after being put in charge of the business. She avoided being sent to prison because of her two children and a financial invest. Revealed she has no assets. An ornamental sword and knife have been stolen during a burglary in Westerham. The property on Black Eagle Close was broken into overnight last month. A laptop, watch, mobile phone, and two paintings were also taken. Police have released CCTV images of a man and woman they want to speak to. It's emerged Kent County Council is paying Medway £675,000 so its residents can keep using the town's three rubbish tips. KCC's recently brought in charges for dumping certain things and you now have to show ID to prove where you live at sites in Capstone, Cuxton and Gillingham. The cash will be used to fund more staff at Medway's tips and to provide body cams to security guards in case of confrontations. A coffee factory in Dartford that was destroyed in a huge fire last year is going to be rebuilt with new and improved facilities. Around 50 people were evacuated when the blaze broke out at the UC Roastery and the Riverside Industrial Estate in October. It's hoped it'll be fully renovated by August next year, with increased production that will allow them to make the equivalent of an extra one billion cups of coffee. And finally today, new activity sessions are being offered at children's centres across Kent to help babies learn language, cognitive and social skills. It's part of a campaign by the NSPCC, NHS and Kent County Council to help with the development of their brains. Emma Motherwell, well, from the children's charity, told us more about it.
4: The activity sessions that are going to be running as part of the Look, Say, Sing, Play campaign is really aimed at supporting parents to um, do really simple activities with their children that can help their um, language and their cognitive and social skills. Um, So based on each element of look, say, sing and play, there's a a range of activities around um, interacting with your baby in a really basic way that can help all of those developmental areas. So the activities will be familiar, th- familiar things to parents that attend um, kind of sessions, but just in a more formalised way. So there might be um, sensory activities, singing sessions, um, musical instruments. Um, the centres are really um, adept at getting creative at, about the best way to encourage um, these activities to happen in the centres. So we are launching the campaign um, tomorrow with uh, professionals that are working in children's centres and health settings and from there they'll be um, integrating let's say sing play into their programs it's really really important that um, these kind of activities are are done right from an early age so the research has shown that right from birth um, all of these kind of activities can help strengthen the brain's development build the neural connections within their brains that can help them um, for the rest of their lives. Each element of look, say, sing, play is based around those really key areas that they can develop. So it's about encouraging parents to look at what their baby is focusing on, how they react, how they are moving their eyes to focus on different elements, um, saying what they're doing, copying the sounds that their baby makes um, to give that kind of back and forth return, interaction between parent and baby, singing along to their favourite tune and just pre- playing simple games to see what their baby enjoys. It's really about being really attuned to their baby's cues and and interacting with them in that way the research we did for the campaign found that, of course, parents are interacting uh, with their children, but there there's an opportunity um, to do it more consciously to really help those, those brain developmental areas. And that, and that's what really Look Say Sing Play is based around, really simple activities that parents can do as part of their normal routine um, and with their babies every day. As well as the, the sessions that will be running in children's centres, Look Say Sing Play will be communicated through parents in the wider community. As well, they can sign up to um, weekly activity suggestions from the NSPCC website, um, and or, or just visit the website for a range of um, ideas around activities they could be doing every day. Really, Look and so Simply is designed to be available to everybody. So, as well as the children's centres, we're working with um, practitioners that work through um, health visiting and other areas of the health service. I'll also be working with community groups, smaller charities. Anyone who has a role in supporting new parents can um, have a role in encouraging Luxe play with them.
0: Rebecca Davies from Greenhithe takes her daughter along to sessions in Swanscombe.
4: How long have you been coming
2: to the look session sessions? Um, so since Emily and baby, Emily's been about seven weeks old and now she's nearly five months. Amazing. And how are you finding Do you enjoy coming down? I really do enjoy coming here. Um, all the staff are really friendly. It's probably one of the reasons I come back um, and they're very helpful helpful, um, always help me out if I need to with Emily, um, I feel really welcome, and baby enjoys it. Yeah, what yeah. kind of stuff does baby do here? Um, she's so just about, like messy play, um, so she's done things with paint and um, spaghetti, so it's different textures for her, she's um, playing with toys, um, it's helped with her tummy time and developing and I think it would be good for her like to socialise with other children, you know, she's watching other children, picking things up from them. And what's your favourite thing about being here? I think everything, really. Like, watching watching the baby have a good time and seeing the staff. It's nice to come out and have, like, um, company with other mums um you know i can ask them questions because they're going through the same thing i'm going through you know yeah do you think you've bonded do you think
4: the sessions have helped you bond with the yeah baby?
2: definitely yeah no definitely bonded with her
0: um yeah we just have fun and yeah. both of us really enjoy it that's it for now but for more news throughout the day you can head to kentonline.co.uk
1: news you can trust this is the Kent Online podcast